Welcome, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining our broadcast today. We certainly appreciate you watching. And I also want to let you know how much we appreciate you communicating with our ministry and letting us know how much you're enjoying the teaching that you receive each and every week through this broadcast. Also, those of you that write to us and share your testimonies, we certainly enjoy them and we welcome them and please continue to do so. And then before we get into our teaching program today, I want to thank all of our partners. Partners, you are such a blessing to us. We could not do all that we do all over the world without your faithful support. So please know that we love you. We appreciate you. We're praying for you. And the word of the Lord for this year that I receive was, it is a time for abundant overflow. And that's what I'm praying for each and every partner, that you will experience abundant overflow in every area of your life. Mm-hmm. I want you to welcome once again, my oldest daughter, Jerry Ann. Thank you for joining me today, sweetheart. I'm glad to be with you. And uh, we're going to continue talking about what we began last week about faith in troubling times, maintaining your faith in troubling times. You know, the Bible tells us, and we read this from 1 Peter last week, that tests and trials are seasonal. That's 1 Peter chapter 1. You read it. If you weren't with us last week, read it. And he talks about how the tests and trials are not permanent. They are seasonal. They won't last forever. Even though sometimes it certainly feels like they do, sometimes it looks like they'll never end, but you've got to focus on what God says and not on what you can perceive with your five physical senses. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So if you uh, uh, are walking by sight, then obviously it looks like nothing is ever going to change. You're going to be in debt for the rest of your life. You're going to be sick for the rest of your life. Your kids are going to be running wild for the rest of their life. But you have to believe, you have to choose to believe that God's word is true, that it is more true than what you can see with your natural eye. Amen. And then we read from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the apostle Paul says, while we look not at things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. Why? Because the things which are seen are temporal. And that word temporal means temporary or subject to change. So if you can see it, if you can perceive it with your five physical senses, then it's not permanent. Even though it Seems like it is. It's not permanent. Mm -hmm. Don't let Satan convince you that you're going to go through this for the rest of your life. You are not. It's seasonal. It's not permanent. In fact, uh, the Amplified Bible even says it lasts but for a moment. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, God has a sense of humor. Sometimes his moments, uh, you know, are a little longer (laughs) than my moments. But nevertheless, what he's saying is, If you won't give up, then I will turn this around for you. Amen? So let me encourage you right now, make the quality decision that quitting is not an option. How many times have you heard me say that? All my life. It's the theme (laughs) of my ministry. And she says all of her life she's heard that. Quitting is not an option. I want to encourage you too while we're on this subject is turn that TV off. You know, you can watch, get a little information of what's going on in the world. But dad, there are sometimes I'm like, okay, enough. Yeah. Let's turn that TV off. Because if you 
stay glued to that TV, then it's just doom and gloom and despair and agony on me. Sounds I remember like hee haw. Yeah. <laughs> but if you watch the news and just stay focused, and we talked about that on the previous show in this scripture, my yeah. translation said, What are you focusing That's your passion? Translation. Yes, passion. What are you focusing your attention on? Well, if you stay glued to that TV, then your attention is going to be on something completely different than what the Word of God says. Yeah. And you know, uh, if you haven't learned this by now, God's Word and the world very seldom agree on anything. Right. God says one thing, the world says something else, and most of the time, they don't agree. So what are you going to believe? Whose report will you believe? That's the question. Are you going to believe what the world says? Or are you going to believe what God says? Are you going to believe what CNN says? Or are you going to believe what Paul says? What James says? What, what Peter says? I choose to believe the Word of God. Now, I'm not a spiritual ostrich. I don't have my head buried in the sand and pretending that none of this is happening, that that there's not real trouble in the world. Yes, there's trouble in the world. I see it every day. And, but at the same time, I choose to focus on what God's Word says. Uh, I, I choose to believe that God's Word is more powerful than what they say. They referring to the media, uh, the natural mind, and anybody else under that category. So I'm choosing to believe what God says. And so far, for 52 years, it's worked very good for me. Yes. Well, that you said it. He made a choice. And you have to make a choice. What are you going to choose to think about? Because whatever you think about, your most dominant thoughts are going to come out of your mouth. That's right. And then they become your actions. So again, it comes down to what are you going to choose? Amen. Now, if you have your Bibles with you, let's open them, first of all, to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Hebrews, James, all right? And James chapter 1 in verse 2. This is an interesting verse. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Now, the word temptations also translated test and trials. And, and, and diverse means diversity. So it says, my brethren, count it all joy. Now, this is a strange scripture. Count it all joy. When? When you are experiencing tests and trials. Now, some of you, if you're not reading your Bible right here, if you're not following along with me, you may think I made that up. That's Jerry's translation. No, this is James talking. I'm just reading James. Count it all joy. Now, when's the last time you acted on that? Are you a doer of the word? When's the last time you determined that no matter what I'm going through, it's not going to rob me of my joy? No matter what I'm going through, I am not going to allow uh, depression and anxiety and worry and fear to grip me. I'm going to maintain my joy. And he says, if you will do this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, uh, the Bible says, or the Amplified Bible says, the proving of your faith will bring out endurance, steadfastness, and patience. In other words, if you will not give up, if you will maintain your joy, then it is going to trigger something else on the inside of you. Endurance, steadfastness, and patience. And he goes on to say, and if you let patience have its perfect work, 
you're going to be entire wanting nothing. That simply means, here's the Savelle translation, you win. Amen? If you won't give up, if you won't allow it to rob you of your joy, then praise God, you're going to come out on the other side of this test and trial a winner, victorious. Can you say amen to that? Yes. Listen, we're going to take a break right now. Watch this special announcement, then we'll be right back. Are you facing a troubling situation right now? What is the right response when it comes to facing those trials? How should you think when trouble comes to your life? Today's special offer, the Faith in Troubling Times package, contains Jerry Savelle's best-selling book called To Battle, Destined to Win. His revealing three-part CD series, Protect Your Family Against Satan's Attacks, and his daughter, Jerry Ann's single CD, Trusting God in Challenging Times. In this package, you will discover how to persevere when times are tough, how to stand on God's Word to bring victory, how to pray protection over your family, and how to overcome discouragement. We all experience times of trouble, but you can respond in faith and come out victorious. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith in Troubling Times special package. God wants you to prevail over every difficulty you're facing. Order now and strengthen your faith to walk in victory. Welcome back, everyone. Before we went to the break, we were talking about James chapter 1, where James says that if we are going through tests and trials, then we need to maintain our joy. In other words, he says, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, testings, and trials. Then verse 3 says this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, the message translation, I love this. It says, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. That's so cool. I love that. Under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. You know, anybody can say, well, I'm trusting God. I'm believing God. Uh, you know, uh, God's going to see me through. Anybody can say that when everything is going well. But what are you saying when it appears that all hell is broken loose? What are you saying when it looks like what you're going through is never going to change? Well, you find out what you're made of spiritually. That's right. When a crisis or pressure or a trouble comes, you really find out. And you've got to be full of the word to combat that thing when it comes because our nature wants to go with discouragement or doubt immediately. But if you're full of the word, then you're going to find out what you're made of. That's right. A good example of that is a story of Joseph, and I'm sure you all know it. It begins in about Genesis chapter 37. And uh, read verses 12 through 28. I'm not going to take the time to do that, but read those verses. And you'll find out, and I've, I've just got it on my notes here, so I'm, I'm going to read the notes and make sure I don't leave anything out. But this is an important story of how that under pressure, your faith life comes out into the open and shows its true colors. This is an example, Joseph. Now, Joseph, obviously, you remember, was sold into slavery by his own brothers. Also, eventually, he became uh, part of Potiphar's uh, home and uh, under his command. And Potiphar actually thought highly of Joseph. But then it wasn't long before Potiphar's wife endeavored to seduce Joseph and tried to, uh, you know, persuade him to enter into an affair with her. But Joseph wouldn't do it. 
And then she lied about it to her husband. And then Joseph wound up being thrown into prison. Mm -hmm. And then while in prison, it wasn't very comfortable. And then after about two years, uh, Pharaoh had a dream that nobody could interpret. And uh, they found out that Joseph could. So he interpreted Pharaoh's dream. And then eventually Pharaoh promoted him and made him second in command of all of Egypt. Mm -hmm. Now notice this man's faith showed its true colors when it was under pressure. Joseph wouldn't give up. He held fast to that dream that God had given him. He held fast to what God had promised him. And even though he went through a lot of adversity, I mean, most men would have given up. Right. Most men would have given up probably uh, while they were in slavery the first time around, where after his brothers had sold him into slavery. Right. And most people would have probably thought, I, I hate them. I don't ever want to see them again. But that's not what happened to Joseph. In fact, he looked forward to seeing them again. And by the time he did reunite with them, God had blessed him. God had, had given him a, a high position of authority under Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And he was able to help his brothers and help his father. Amen. And then I, know, I remember uh, this verse that is in chapter 50 and verse 20. This is what Joseph said to his brothers. When it was all said and done, after he'd gone through all this adversity, Joseph said, you thought evil against me, but God thought it unto good. The message translation says, you planned evil against me, but God used those plans for my good. So that's something you need to hold fast to. Even though Satan means evil, and, and that's the reason he brings these attacks in your life. He's hoping that you'll just give up. He's hoping that you'll just throw in the towel, so to speak. He's hoping that you'll just fold up and quit, turn your back on God. But if you'll remember the story of Joseph, Joseph said, you meant evil unto me, but God turned it into something good. And if you will hold fast to that promise, God will do the same thing for you. Well, it just goes to show that he can knock you down, the enemy. Yeah. but he wouldn't knock him out. He kept getting back up, getting back up. And you have that choice too. That's right. I mean, the enemy comes, but you have the choice. Nope, I'm not going to let this one get me. I'm getting back up. Because you have that scripture. You have an awesome sermon. Micah 7, 8, when I fall, I shall, I shall arise. arise. Amen. That reminds me of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Notice what Paul said here. You know, I, I love the Apostle Paul. I can hardly wait to meet him. Yeah. And when I meet him, I'm going to tell him I preached all your sermons. Praise God. Now, notice this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, yet not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Notice Paul never focused on the adversity. He focused on the answer. He focused on what he believed God was going to turn this situation into. Yes. Notice, now let me read it to you the way the religious mind reads it. It's a little bit different than the way Paul said it. Here's the way the religious mind reads it. We are troubled on every side. We are perplexed. We are persecuted. We are cast down. They left out the yets and the buts. You can't leave out the yets and the buts because the yets and the buts change everything. Notice Paul said, 
we are troubled on every side. See, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that if you make the decision to live by faith, you'll never have any more trouble. I've never preached that. I never will preach that. In fact, it's just the opposite. If you decide to live by faith, welcome to trouble. Right. You are going to have trouble. Why? Because Satan comes immediately to steal the word. Mm. And when Satan comes, that means trouble. But Paul said, even though we're troubled on every side, yet we are not distressed. And he says, even though we're perplexed, another translation says, even though sometimes we don't know what to do, mm -hmm. but we're not in despair. We are persecuted, but we are not destroyed. We are cast down, but we, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Another translation says, Satan, you might knock me down, but you'll never knock me out. So never knock me out. Well, it goes on to say in that same chapter that we live with a joyful confidence. Yeah. That even in the midst of all of that, he still lived with a joyful confidence yeah. in Jesus. Well, in two, Acts chapter uh, 24, verse 20, the apostle Paul made this statement, talking about all the adversity that was, was planned against him by the religious people. Right. And he knew in advance, the Holy Spirit had told him in advance, every city that you go to, this is what is awaiting you. Tests and trials and, and bonds and afflictions and so forth. And he answered that by saying, none of these things move me. None of these things move me. And then he added this, I will finish my course and I will finish it with joy. In other words, no matter what I go through, it's not going to steal my joy. It's not going to cause me to give up and quit. In fact, the Apostle Paul's testimony at the end of his life, I kept the faith. Yes. I finished my course. And there is something good awaiting me in heaven, praise God. I was reading yesterday in Philippians, and he was. they say that's the most joyful letter yeah. that Paul they, wrote. That theologians call it the joy letter. And he was sitting in prison. He and just, the worst prison of, the it, worst. of its I time. I can't even imagine the conditions of where, and he said, joy, rejoice, joy, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Oh. And again, I say rejoice. I'm like, what kind of man? I mean, he said he'd been beaten. He'd been through all kinds of things. But in that letter, he kept saying joy and rejoice. Yeah, he just wouldn't quit. And you know, uh, you think, well, that's the Apostle Paul. Yes, it is the Apostle Paul. But you can learn from his experiences. You can, you can get to the place. In fact, uh, the same God that he served is the God that you serve. And the same God that Paul said, he is my strength. And, and, and it's the same God is your strength. So you're capable of staying strong. You're capable of enduring. You're capable of outlasting the devil. That's what persevere means. That's what the Lord said to me years ago. Mm -hmm. Persevere means to outlast the devil. In other words, if you've made up your mind that one of you or the other is going to quit and it's not going to be you. Right. If anybody's going to quit, it's going to, have to be Satan, not me. Quitting's not an option. So if you make that decision, then praise God, Paul says that what you're going through, it's temporary. It's not permanent. It is subject to change. Hallelujah. Can I say this about you is that I've watched that in your life over the 50 years. I mean, you developed that in your life. I never saw you. What are we going to do? And stressed out, you just never let them see you sweat. 
that yeah. was your way yeah. of living is as a family, as a ministry, we've gone through things. But dad developed that in his own life is like, I refuse to let this dictate my feelings, my emotions, the way I'm going to act. And we would get through a trial or situation, but you'd never see it on my dad's face. So you did develop that. And I'm, I'm growing in that dad. Well, and I learned it. I learned it just following the ministry of the apostle Paul. I mean, you know, he's, he's, of course, Jesus is number one, but the apostle Paul is my faith hero. Yes. I mean, this man was an amazing man of faith. And, and he, I believe God put all this in the Bible and these stories of men like this for our benefit right. so that they could be an, ex, an example to us. The Bible says, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So uh, God raises up men and women of, of great faith for other people uh, to follow their example. Right. You know, I've had some great examples in my life, uh, not only the Apostle Paul, obviously, whom I've never met, but, but one day I will when I get to heaven. But just his stories and, and his teachings have inspired me. But I've also had in my life uh, faith heroes like Kenneth Copeland. He was the man that brought the message of faith to me back in 1969. And I'll never forget when the first time I heard him say these words, I'd never heard anything like it before. And I, and I was scripturally illiterate. I didn't know anything about the Bible. And Brother Copeland said, talking about faith, and I didn't realize at the time that he was quoting Smith Wigglesworth, mm -hmm. which, which was a great man of faith. In fact, they, he was referred to as the apostle of faith. And if you've never read any of Smith Wigglesworth's material, get your hands on as many of the books as you possibly can. They're faith building. And so Brother Copeland stood up in that church service at Life Tabernacle, Shreveport, Louisiana, 1969, and said, I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I feel. I am not moved by what I hear. I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. I thought, wow, how could you ever get to the place where you were not moved by all these things right. that, that most people are moved by? Yeah. Because when he said that, I was moved by what I saw. I was moved by what I felt, and I was moved by what I heard. But I, I remember going home that night and I wrote it in my journal. There will come a day when I will be able to say, I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I hear and I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm only moved by what I believe and I believe the word of God. Yes. And I made the decision that I was going to do whatever it took to develop that kind of faith and praise God over a period of time. I did develop it, and today that is my story. Hallelujah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful how that the Word of God can change everything in your life. Change your thinking, change your speech, change your outlook, change your attitude. I, I, I attribute all of that to the Word of God. And if I could do it, then you can do it. You know, Jerry Ann has never known this man I'm about to tell you about. She's only known the man that the Bible changed, mm -hmm. uh, changed his life. But I was a quitter. I was always looking for the path of least resistance. That was the way Jerry Savelle was before Christ came, before the Word of God entered my life. 
But after Christ came and after the Word of God came into my life, that old man died. And I haven't been that man in 52 years. And what people see today is, is, is a man of faith, a man that won't quit, a man who is determined to outlast the devil. And if I could get that way, then you can too. Now, here's the, here's the key ingredient. I made a choice to put the Word of God in my life by day and by night. Well, you said John 8, 31, 32. That was the life changer. The one that can change your life. It yeah. says if you continue, and that's where Dad had been lacking in his life. He was yeah. a good starter, yeah. but not a good finisher. That's right. But it's the continuing in my Word, then you'll be disciples. That's a disciplined one. Right to follow Christ, then the truth will be known to you. And that's what you made that determination in 1969 to continue in, your, in His Word. And if I hadn't made that decision way back then, I certainly wouldn't be where I am today. I certainly wouldn't have all the, the victories that I've enjoyed if I had not made that decision. So at some point, you're, you just have to sit down and say to yourself, and I, in fact, the way Brother Copeland taught me back there, 1969, grab yourself by the ear, pull yourself into where you have a mirror and point at yourself and say, boy, you are not a quitter. Right. You do not give up. Quitting is not an option in your life. You're a winner right. and you're not going to whine and cry and bawl and squall and have a pity party. You're going to stand on the word of God and you're going to fight the good fight of faith and you're going to win. You have to become your own best cheerleader. Yes. I mean, that's where it begins is with you. Nobody can do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. And sometimes you got to speak and, and get that fight in you that you are not a quitter. Amen. Praise God. Say it with me before we leave. I am not a quitter. All right, watch this announcement. We'll be back in just a few moments. Are you facing a troubling situation right now? What is the right response when it comes to facing those trials? How should you think when trouble comes to your life? Today's special offer, the Faith in Troubling Times package, contains Jerry Savelle's best-selling book called To Battle, Destined to Win. His revealing three-part CD series, Protect Your Family Against Satan's Attacks, and his daughter, Jerry Ann's single CD, Trusting God in Challenging Times. In this package, you will discover how to persevere when times are tough, how to stand on God's Word to bring victory, how to pray protection over your family, and how to overcome discouragement. We all experience times of trouble, but you can respond in faith and come out victorious. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Faith in Troubling Times special package. God wants you to prevail over every difficulty you're facing. Order now and strengthen your faith to walk in victory. I want to encourage you to go to the website right now and order these products. Don't get busy and go, I'll do it later. Do it right now because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So you want to get this. This is one of my favorites. I mean, Call to Battle Destined to Win is one of the most bestest. That's not a word, but yeah. it's one of the bestest that dad does. I just love this. This is a message I did called Trusting God in Challenging Times. And the dad does a three-part CD series on protect your family against Satan's attacks. The best thing you can do 
is put the word on every single day. Dad, I can't go a day without listening to my word because then I start to get in my flesh or start to look at circumstances. But if I'm staying in the word every day, then it's building. Praise God. Get all these faith building materials that you can possibly get your hands on. Amen. Thank you for watching today. We'll see you next week. Remember, your faith will overcome the world.